0: Well here we go uh, My my friend Brother Sham Streeter's been after me <laughs> To do this song But uh, I bet he's farming ain't he So we're gonna do it anyway Why me Lord What have I ever done To deserve even the blessing I know Tell me now, what did I ever do that was worth loving you for oh, the kindness you've shown, Lord help me Jesus I've wasted. Did it so help me, Jesus I know what I am But now that I know that I've needed you so help me Jesus my soul's in your I can try to repay All I've taken from you Maybe no I can show someone else What I've been through my sin On my way back to you Lord, help me, Jesus I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus. I know what I am. But now that I know that I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus. My soul's in your hands. My soul's in your hands. Thank you. Praise the Lord.
1: Amen. Thank you, sir. Luke chapter 8. Everything tonight is different. And we're just going to do something different tonight. I know sometimes I get stuck in a rut. So we're just going to do things a little different. And I don't think the the Lord's going to take His Spirit away from us for doing anything different. Y'all glad to be here? It is good to be in the Lord's house. It's been a great day to be in God's house. I know a lot of people are still meeting with family and different things. A lot going on uh, right now. But I'm glad y'all were able to come back tonight. Um uh, thankful for the service we had this morning. What a sweet service we had, and I believe the Lord got the honor and glory for it. I'm I'm still humble and broken, uh, Brother Allen, from our class. I'm just uh just humbled from the testimonies that I've been listening to over there. Just awesome, 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 uh what God does in our lives and in our midst. Uh I want to look in the book of Luke, chapter eight, and I've been Looking at, on Sunday nights, and this should be the last sermon, on the series, At the Feet of the Master. And there is not more of a uh, more inviting, comforting, encouraging place than at the feet of the Master. Being at the feet of the Master represents being in the presence of the Lord. But being at the feet of the Master represents us being in a lowered position and Him in a higher position it truly is a picture of him being the master and us his servants we go to the feet of the master because jesus has all authority his power is without limits i want you to know there's no limits to the power of the lord and as we heard those testimonies brother allen there's no limits there's no limits to the power of god the feet of the master is a place of brokenness it's a place of humility It's a place of help. It's a place of learning. I'm so thankful that we can come to the feet of the Master. But I want you to know we got to come His way. And we go to His feet His way. And I want you to know that when we go to the feet of the Master, most of the time it's because we are broken. Most of the time it's because we are humble. And it's because we do need His help. We've noticed the different people there that have been at the feet, the sufferers, all the maim and the lame and the dumb and all those that needed uh, the help of Jesus, they were cast at the feet of Jesus. I'm glad that as sufferers we are allowed to go to the feet of the Master. We noticed the sinners that went to the feet of the Master, the, the woman that went and broke that box over the feet of the Master, just awesome. We noticed the sympathetic parents last week that went to the feet of the Master who had the sick kids, had the kids possessed with the devils and cast them at the feet of the Master. And Jesus took care of them. I want you to notice in Luke chapter 8, and in verse 35, Jesus has just cast out demon of a man that was cast into a land of his own. He was not allowed to go around anybody else. He was crazy. He was a maniac. He was crazier than a betsy bug, is what we would call him. Nobody wanted anything to do with this man. But Jesus did. And Jesus got a hold of him. And Jesus saved his soul. And Jesus got rid of that unclean spirit. And I want you to notice what this verse says in verse 35. Then they went out to see what was done. And came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed. Sitting at the feet of Jesus clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. Dear Heavenly Father, thank You for this evening and this service. Lord, thank You for the invitation that we have to come to Your feet. Lord, I am thankful for this man that I see at Your feet today. Who, Lord, You saved his life. And out of love and devotion, he just sat there and he fellowshiped with You. Lord, I am glad and I am thankful for that place. I'm thankful for the invitation that we can enter before your presence tonight. Lord, I pray that we would come to your feet and we would seek your face. Lord, I love you. I praise you tonight. I need your help. Lord, I pray that we'd allow your spirit to have full reign in this place, Lord. Lord, I want to be filled with your spirit as I preach this message. I love you and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Another group that we see at the feet of the Master is the saved. We see this man who was a lunatic, this man that was a maniac, this man that was cast out. He was put in what we would consider a mental institute. Nobody wanted anything to do with this man. He was crazy. He had no clothes on. Uh, in other scripture it tells us that he cut himself. Uh, he, he, he was a maniac. Nobody could control him. Uh, they tried to put chains on him, and they couldn't control him. Nobody could tame this man. They tried everything. Uh, I believe they probably brought physicians in. They brought uh, all the professional people in, and nobody could help this man. But I want you to know when Jesus came, Jesus helped this man, and Jesus cast the devil and the demon out of this man, and He saved his soul that day. And the Bible said that when He saved his soul, the people that knew this man and knew how crazy he was, came by. And I love this. <laughs> and I love that when they came by, and another Scripture gives us this story, and it tells them that they didn't even recognize this man. They didn't even know who this man was. I'm glad that when Jesus saves us, He changes us, and He can make a drastic change in our life. And it's said that when they seen this man, they didn't even recognize him because he wasn't the same anymore. He wasn't crazy anymore. He wasn't talking out of his head anymore. He had clothes on. Huh, that was a good thing, huh? I bet they like that. He wasn't cussing all the time. He wasn't. He wasn't a maniac. He wasn't crazier than a betsy bug. Finally, he was sitting there in his right mind at the feet of Jesus. I want you to notice what the verse says here. It says in verse 35, "...then they went out to see what was done, and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus." Sitting at the feet of Jesus. Notice this. Clothed. (laughs) Amen. In his right mind. In his right mind. And they were afraid. When this man got saved, Jesus saved his soul. Before he got saved... He was found out in the tombs. He was found out in the hills. He was found out in the country. But the minute that Jesus saved his soul, he was found at the feet of Jesus. I want you to know as saved people that the day that Jesus saved our soul, the day that He clinged us and redeemed us and bawled us, I want you to know that very day, we ought to fall in love with Him on that day. And we ought to sit at His feet and we ought to commune with Him And fellowship with Him I want you to know that since the very day That He saved your soul Every day as saved people We ought to go to the feet of Jesus And we ought to fellowship with Him We ought to commune with Him We ought to bring and come before His presence with thanksgiving When's the last time you just gone to His feet As a saved child of God You entered into His presence with thanksgiving And you just said Lord Thank you for what you've done for me in my life Thank you for saving me Thank you for my family. Thank you for my church. When's the last time as a child of God that we just went to the feet of the Master? I'm so glad that I see these sinners and I see these sympathetic parents and these sufferers. But friend, I just see saved people sitting there. This man got saved. You know what he's doing now? He's just enjoying Jesus. (laughs) He's just enjoying the life of a child of God. And when all of his neighbors and all of his friends and all of his family came looking for him, there he was sitting with Jesus. How many times people come forward, they get saved, and then boom, they're gone. We never see him again. Who knows what happened to them? Who knows? Friend, I don't want that to be said about me. Huh. Man, the very day Jesus saved me, He changed me. And I want to be at His feet every day. And I'm glad as a saved child of God, I can go to His feet every day. And I can enjoy my salvation in the Lord. Now I want you to notice this Scripture here. And I want to read a few more verses here. And notice the life of a child of God here. And notice that when he got saved, he went to the feet of the Master. He enjoyed the fellowship. He communed with God. And I want you to know that that time that we have as a child of God is so important. We need that time at the feet of the Master. Every day, child of God, you need that time at the feet of the Master. Whether it's 5 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the evening, or at midnight, you need that time at the feet of the Master. But I want you to notice this in verse 36. They also which saw it told them by what means he was that possessed of the devils was healed, then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear. And he went up into the ship, returned back again. Now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, I love this. He never wanted anything to do with Jesus till he met him. And then when he met him, he wanted to stay with him, and he didn't want to leave his feet. And then when Jesus left, He said, no, don't go. I want to stay with you. No, don't go. I want to stay in your presence. I'll tell you, as a child of God, I wish we could pray 24 hours a day. I wish we could stay in His presence every, every second of the day, every minute of the day. I wish we could have private Bible study all day long. I wish we could have worship service all day long. I didn't get any amens on that. I wish we could have preaching all day long. It would be good. It would be great. Man, He's worthy of it. Because this is our fellowship. That's our communion with Him. It's when we enter into His presence. But notice what He said. He said, Return to Thy own house and show how great things God hath done unto Thee. He said, You need to be at My feet and you need a fellowship. But when you get up fellowshipping, you need to go out and you need to tell people about me. And I want you to know that this man can never go out and do what he did if it didn't start in that morning by getting at the feet of Jesus. I want you to know this man would not been productive in his life as a Christian if he didn't go to the feet of the Master. I want you to know that our Christianity and our witness is only as effective as our relationship is with Jesus Christ. The closer you are with Jesus, the more effective you will be in your community. The more effective you will be in your family. I want you to know if you want to shine for Jesus, get at His feet every morning. Get at His feet every day. Hey, i love to stay there. I would love to stay there. i love to have church all day. But friend, somebody's got to hear how great He is. How great He is. Why don't we go out and witness every day? Maybe we're not getting at His feet enough. When's the last time you've just gone before His feet? Every time I enter His presence, I'm reminded of how great He is. How big He is. Maybe that's our motivation to get up and keep going. Get at His feet. Get at His feet. I'll tell you what, I'm glad that I'm invited into that presence tonight. And as a church, we can go to His feet and we can get what we need and we leave that place spreading the good news. I love what Paul said, for as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel. There is not a man that loved the Lord more than the Apostle Paul, but let me tell you something, he was in close communion and fellowship with him. And that's where it starts today. It starts at the feet of the Master. Well, man, if I could just win ten souls to the Lord, if I could just teach three lessons a day, if I could just do this, I could just do that. Friend, that's all good. But it needs to start with you at the feet of the Master. That's where it all starts. I want you to notice Revelation chapter 1 with me. If you're with me, say amen. Revelation chapter 1. And I want to look at the last group. That we find at the feet of the Master. We've noticed the sinners. We notice the sympathetic parents. We've noticed the sufferers, the saved. And now I want you to notice the saints. John is given this vision on the Isle of Patmos, this revelation of Jesus. Let's just start. In verse 12. Revelation 1 and verse 12. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one likened to the Son of Man. Wednesday night we talked about that being the church. Jesus is in the midst of the church. Isn't that beautiful? And he said, It clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about with paths with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass, as if they had burned in a furnace. His voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth In his strength, clearly, John is seeing the glorified Christ. He's seeing the glorified Jesus. Child of God, I want you to know there is coming a day that you will get to see Jesus again. There is coming a day that all this that we have preached and all of this that we have taught about and sung about, it's all going to become true that day The very day that we leave this earth behind, the very day we die, the very day that the eastern sky splits wide open, there's coming a day we're going to go to heaven and we're going to get to see Jesus, the one who died for us, the one who laid upon that cross for us and suffered for us and took the beating for us, the one who took our pain and our suffering, the one who took our penalty, I want you to know the one that is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, there's coming a day that we're going to get to finally meeting, The one who became poor so that we might be rich through Him, there's coming a day that we're going to get to meet Him. That one that we have come to Promised Land Church and sung our hearts out for, there's coming a day we're going to get to meet Him the one that we've taught about, the one that we've preached about, the one the choirs have declared in their songs about, that great Jesus, the Son of the living God, one day He's going to be revealed to us in all of His honor, in all of His glory, the last time the world seen Him, He was clothed with humanity. But friend, the next time we see Him, He will be clothed in the robes of glory." And I guarantee you, I don't think I'm going to come and I'm going to stand before His presence, all high and lifted up, I'm going to be just like John, and I'm going to fall at his feet as dead. You say, well, that don't sound like fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Jesus, the Son of the Living God. why are we here tonight because of Jesus? Why, why do we do all this? Because of Jesus. And there's coming a day that we're all going to get to see Him. And guess what we're going to do when we Him? We're going to fall down before Him. We're going to shout. Hello. We're going to sing. We're going to praise Him. And we're just going to be so humbled at His presence, we're going to fall at His feet, and we're just going to start worshiping Him we're going to gaze upon him. Let me tell you something. John had to gaze upon him because that's a pretty that's a pretty detailed description that he gave here. So he's just gazing on him. He's just looking at him. I can't I can't comprehend that, brother buddy. That I'm going to get to see Jesus. And I'm going to get to see him as he is. And I'm going to look at him and I'm going to know him. And I'm going, to, I'm going to know everything. And at that instant and at that moment, I'm just going to drop down. And I'm just going to start praising Him. I'm just going to start singing. I talked about this the other night, but i got to do it again. Revelation 5, John said he looked around. No one was worthy to open the book. And there he saw the Lamb of God. The saved of God started shouting. They started singing and praising the ten thousands by ten thousands by ten thousands. The angels, they've sung and sung and sung, but at this time they're going to have to hush because it's the redeemed's time to sing. This ain't a song the angels get to sing. This is a song that the redeemed of God get to sing. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy is that Lamb. We're going to sing and shout, and all the earth is going to be down here, and they're going to hear us. The Bible said the whole world is going to hear the redeemed and that song and that shout and that praise and that worship. We got in class tonight talking about how many times Jesus stepped in our life and worked it all out. We got talking about how many times we went to the doctor and the doctor said, you got you don't have any chance to live. We went and prayed to Jesus. Jesus worked it all out. Friend, there's going to get uh, an opportunity and a time that we're going to get to fall at His feet and thank Him for everything that He's ever done for us. There's going to be a time and an opportunity that we're going to fully understand and comprehend His love and His sacrifice for us oh preacher are we going to get to see mama are we going to get to see daddy are we going to get to see brother sister friend I don't know I know that we'll all be there together but friend the focus is not on that the focus is on Jesus the focus is on Jesus and the very day that we get in the glory land we're going to fall at his feet and all focus and all honor and all glory is going to be on Jesus and we're just going to start praising Him. We're just going to start praising Him. And I think at that time I'm going to be reminded of everything you ever done for me. And I'm just going to start praising Him. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Oh, we're going to sing that new song. Man, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I'm jealous of some of y'all. Everybody I talked to said, boy, everybody at Promised Land, they can play anything. That's the most talented bunch of people. I said, man, I can't even play the radio without breaking it. But when I get to glory land, I'm going to have the prettiest voice. And I'm going to sing. And I'm going to be on key, whatever that means. And it's going to be good. I can't wait. I can get in that presence right now through the Spirit of God. But in that day, it's going to be for real, y'all. It's going to be for real. But it can get real tonight. Through His Holy Spirit, that saved man, he went and he just sat there. Just beholding Jesus, just looking at Him. When John saw Him, he just started beholding Him. When's the last time you just gazed upon Him? When's the last time you just went back and you just gazed upon Him and just looked at how wonderful He really is? He's the Alpha and the Mega. The beginning, the end, the first and the last. The bright and morning star. Friend, He's everything. He's my salvation. He's my Savior. He's my friend. He's my companion. He's my help in time of trouble. He is my rock. He is my refuge. He is my all and everything. And all I can say is glory to His holy name tonight. He has been so good to me. When's the last time you just fell at His feet? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you've done. Let's stand. If you need to be saved, would you come tonight? If you need to come to these altars, come. If you just need to fall down at His feet where you are, let's do that tonight. public decision has come right now.